welcome to the Everybody Podcast. Here, we'll dive into all things health and mindset to help you learn to push past your limits into a life you can be obsessed with. My name is Cassie, and I'm a personal trainer and health coach focused on guiding you toward being your healthiest, happiest self. So buckle up and let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Here we are again, another Monday, if you're listening to this on release day. And it has been a week. I've been officially back from vacation for a full work week now. And it is difficult to go from zero to 100. (laughs) It's difficult to go from 100 to zero when you go on vacation and have to, you know, really work hard to detach from everything. But then coming back and like, full force into everything is difficult too. So um, it's been a long week. Um, I worked over the weekend this weekend, uh, which I don't always do. But on Sunday, I hosted a foam rolling workshop. So once in a while, I host um, health and fitness related workshops at the gym, uh, health club that I work at. And so I had that this Sunday. And when I do that, I tend to see a couple extra personal training clients because I'm already there. So why not? So um, my Sunday was a little busy and um, heading into Monday is seeming like a little bit more of a difficult task than it usually does. Um, The only thing saving me on Monday is I start 30 minutes later than I normally do, which doesn't sound like a lot, but makes a big difference in my morning routine um, to get that little bit of extra sleep or a little extra time alone or to exercise or to read or whatever I choose to do with it. But... (laughs) getting on. Um, This week, we are going to talk about cardiovascular exercise, um, cardio, cardio workouts. I know I talk a lot about resistance training and strength training because I am a big, big fan of it uh, for all body types, um, all goal types. There's a different kind of resistance training for everything, but it's heart month and cardiovascular exercise is important. It's just as important as strength training. Uh, But I think there's a big misconception that cardiovascular exercise or cardio workouts are what you need to do to lose weight. So it's a part of what you can do to lose weight, but it shouldn't be the only thing that you're doing. Now, it's Heart Health Month. Last week, we talked about how exercise obviously can help, you know, keep your heart healthy, right? And your cardiovascular system healthy. And so today I want to talk about cardiovascular exercise. Uh, We're basically going to talk about two different forms of cardiovascular exercise. We are going to talk about steady state cardiovascular exercise and then HIT, high intensity interval training. And the main reason for that is those are, I would say, the two like main types of cardiovascular workouts that people choose to do. And I think there's often some confusion if I should be doing one or the other or both or what's going to get me closer to my goals, what's going to keep my heart healthy, um, all of those things. So we're going to dive into it today. It's going to be kind of a light, easy episode, and we're just going to talk about it. So cardiovascular exercise absolutely has its place and benefits uh, for both weight loss, general health, heart health, cancer, and chronic illness prevention. Now, a good place to start is where 
most beginners start, and that's steady state cardio. So steady state cardio is also sometimes referred to as LISS or L-I-S-S, which is low intensity steady state. So these are things like walking on a treadmill or outside, biking, swimming, um, dancing, you know, um, any of those continuous type exercises that you do for, you know, about 45 minutes is kind of the rule um, where you're going for a longer period of time, but you're just doing one continuous thing. So you're not going faster or slower like intervals. Um, you're just getting to that one steady state and running. So this is like your distance runners too, like people that go out and run 5Ks, 10Ks, half marathons, full marathons. Um, although those full marathons get you into a whole other category, but um, that's steady state exercise. So you're getting your heart rate up and you're keeping it there for a period of time. And depending on your goals, this may be a great place for you. Might be a great place for you to start, might be a great place for you to be. Um, your heart rate elevates and it generally stays at that elevated rate for the entire time. So in the beginning, you know, that heart rate shoots up pretty fast and you feel a little short of breath, but then as you keep going, things kind of level out. Usually you're at about 50 to 60% of your maximum heart rate during that steady state cardio. So it is the type of cardio where you can hold a conversation, maybe not speaking completely full sentences, but you're, you're able to talk back and forth with someone if you're with them. So if you're a runner, you know what this is like. You go out uh, for a run on the weekends and you and your friend go for a run and you chat the whole time. That's a steady state cardio. That means your heart rate is elevated, but not so high that you're breathless, right? Um, with steady state cardio, your body uses is in an aerobic state. So aerobic means that you're using primarily oxygen to make your energy. So as you use up your energy, your body is using the oxygen that you're bringing in to create more energy. Um, this is fast and pretty simple for your body to do. So that is why people can maintain that steady state cardio for quite a long period of time, right? You can go out and walk for an hour, two hours, longer if you want to. Um, steady state cardio also uses slow twitch muscles. So you have two different types of muscle fibers. You have slow twitch and fast twitch. Slow twitch muscles are longer and leaner. And if you think of somebody who walks often or runs often, you can kind of think of how that like runner's body um, tends to look sometimes. And it's not like super bulky or muscular. It's kind of long and lean, right? And so if you're someone who is looking for more of a longer, leaner type of look, steady state cardio might be where you want to be. Now, it could also be for somebody who maybe wants to run a race or walk a race, right? Like complete a 5K or a 10K. It's for someone that maybe wants to get into that meditative state. So that is a big reason why people are walkers, runners, cyclers, swimmers. Um, these are the people that really get a lot of stress relief from doing a repetitive motion. And, you know, when we think of meditation, we think of sitting still, but actually steady state cardio puts you into a meditative state. It puts you into like a repetitive action that you don't really have to think too much about. And that's why a lot of people really love getting out and going out for runs and walks, longer bike rides, um, those swimmers that can just put their head in the pool and stay in there for 30, 45 minutes, right? It gets you into this meditative state that helps 
helps relieve stress. And so that's another reason that someone might pick steady state cardio as they're looking for that meditative state, that stress relief. Um, Steady state cardio is also great for people who just want to get moving, right? So if I have beginner exercisers or people that are just looking for some consistency and we need to start incorporating some cardiovascular exercise into their routine, steady state is what I go to, right? It's it's simple to be able to get on that bike or get on that treadmill or get outside if you live in a, you know, a climate that you can be outside in right now and just kind of go, right? And most of the time when someone is first starting to exercise, really they just need to move their body and it isn't really too specific as to how they need to move their body at first, as long as they're not in pain or things like that. But if it's someone that just needs to get moving, steady state cardio is a great place to be, a great place to start, and it might be a great place to stay depending on your goals, right? So steady state cardio or low intensity steady state is a good place for anyone to be. Um, In fact, walking just being a walker and walking, you know, distances versus running or cycling is a fabulous way to lose weight as well. You know, I think that running or being a runner is fantastic if that's something you want to be, but don't let it be stuck in your mind that you have to run to be able to lose weight or burn calories or anything like that. Um, Walking is a fabulous place to be if you're someone that is looking to lose weight, absolutely, for sure. Um, In fact, it's almost my number one recommended cardio type exercise for someone who wants to lose weight. Of course, with a good combination of resistance training and nutrition planning, right? But okay, so that's steady state cardio. So another form of cardio is kind of a buzzword a couple of years back. I think it still is um, high intensity inner training or HIT workouts, right? And when high intensity interval training kind of first hit, um, no pun intended, but <laughs> came out to the fitness community, it was this huge like, oh, if you want to lose weight, this is what you need to do. And um, I'll, I'll explain a little more what it is, but. Most of the studies that were initially done with HIIT workouts were all done with men. And so these um, workouts were super successful um, based on these studies, but it was all studies done with men. Now, since then, there have been more studies done with women. Um, It's hard. Most people or a lot of studies in the fitness industry, if they're looking for something like a quick, fast study, a lot of them will do it just with men because there are very few variables. Whereas with women, it kind of depends on your cycle and what time of the month you're in and, you know, what level your hormones are at and is testosterone primarily in your system right now or estrogen or, you know, so it's a little tougher to do studies with women. And so when HIIT workouts first kind of became the buzzword and the thing, most of the studies had been done only with men. Now, there are some more studies that have been done with women, and they do show HIIT workouts to be effective with women, um, just like they are with men. So HIIT workouts or high-intensity interval training is typically a shorter workout. So it might be 30 minutes or less, sometimes 20 minutes, where you work in all-out intense spurts throughout um, the activity and you take short rest breaks. 
So high intensity is like all out, right? So you're usually at 80 to 90% of your max heart rate. And that also means that you're breathless. You would not be able to carry on a conversation during a HIIT workout, or you shouldn't be if you're working to your maximum capacity. And it's usually going to include um, more things than just like running, right? So there could be sprints involved in high intensity interval training, but there's things like squat jumps and mountain climbers and, um, you know, different kinds of jumping, running in place, jumping jacks, uh, burpees. Everybody loves burpees, right? So things like that. So it's a workout where you put together all of these really intense type activities that get your heart rate up. And it's typically all body weight type activities. Um, This type of workout does burn more calories in less time than steady state cardio, but it's much more intense. So it's not always recommended for every exerciser. It's not something I would highly recommend to people who are brand new to exercising, especially if you're not sure if your squat form is right or your plank form or things like that, because you get in and out of these positions really quickly. Um, And if you're not doing them correctly, obviously you have a risk of injuring yourself. But um, high-intensity interval training tends to be more anaerobic versus aerobic. So steady-state cardio is aerobic, meaning it uses oxygen, or your body uses oxygen primarily to um, get more energy for your body. Anaerobic is not does not make energy from oxygen. It actually makes energy from stored glucose in the muscles, which means um, that you're going to feel tired more quickly. It is a lot harder for your body to make oxygen from that stored glucose. It's like a longer process. And so that's why during those high intensity bursts, you get super short of breath and really, really tired really fast. And that's because your body is working so hard to replace the energy that you've depleted. And because that process is longer, it takes more calories or energy to even make that energy. And so um, that is why you tend to burn more calories during a HIIT workout than you do uh, during a uh, steady state cardio, I should say in less time. So you might do a 30 minute HIIT workout and burn the same amount of calories as you would an hour of steady state cardio. Now, does that make one better than the other? No, not necessarily. Now, HIIT workouts also tend to use your fast twitch muscle fibers, which are different, right? So these are the muscle fibers that tend to build more definition. And a good way that this was explained to me a while back and now is um, that steady state cardio is like the long lean slow twitch muscles, right? So think of what you would think of as like a cross-country runner or a distance runner. You know, think back to the Summer Olympics if you've watched some of those. And then think of a sprinter or like a high jumper, right? They tend to be like bulkier, right? You can kind of picture like a sprinter's like big muscly thighs versus a cross-country runner's long lean thighs, right? Um, And not that one is better than the other, but it's just that they use a different type of muscle fiber. And so you will tend to look more like, you know, the muscle fibers that you're using, right? Now, the biggest question that I get is what is more effective for fat loss? And 
you know, really my answer isn't going to surprise you. It's, it really depends, right? So it depends on what kind of your shape you're in right now. When you're starting to maybe lose fat, right? Or lose weight or try to tone up. If you're someone who is an experienced um, exerciser, and you are very comfortable with high intensity workouts, maybe that is the way for you to go because you can burn a lot of calories a lot faster, like in a shorter amount of time. And that also leaves more time for you to do something else while you're at the gym or working out at home or wherever you go. So if you are looking to get a lot in a short amount of time, that HIIT workout can be really beneficial to you. Now, if you're someone who is someone that does HIIT workouts all the time and you're stuck and you're like, man, I'm not losing weight anymore or I'm not getting stronger, I'm not reaching my goals, then maybe it's time to switch it up and do some steady state cardio and get your heart training um, in a different way to kind of break that plateau and the same the other way around. Uh, you know, I get people that run miles and miles and miles that come to me and say, you know, I run however many miles a week, you know, 20 miles a week or more than that, um, but I still can't seem to get toned or get stronger or, you know, things like that. And then it's like, okay, well, or get faster. That's a big thing too. Runners that put in a lot of miles, but they never do any interval training. That's what they need to start working on those fast twitch muscle fibers. Uh, side note, and this will be an interesting fact if you're a runner, um, as you run distance, you always start out using your slow twitch fibers. That's just how your body works. But when your slow twitch fibers fatigue, your body goes to using fast twitch fibers until the slow twitch recovers and regains more energy. And so training your fast twitch muscle fibers is really, really important for a distance runner. And so if someone is a steady state cardio person, runner, walker, um, someone that bikes or cycles and, or a swimmer, um, and that's all that they do, you know, maybe they're still doing some strength training, but they want to work on getting faster, then that HIIT workout is perfect for you and super efficient. Now, if you're someone who is a beginner or maybe someone that just doesn't like to work out super intensely, like there are those people out there and there's nothing wrong with that. Like if you're someone who's like, I absolutely hate that, I would never recommend that you go do something that you absolutely hate because chances are you're not going to do it for long, right? So finding things that you like. So if you're someone who wants to do a steady state cardio forever, meaning walking, running, biking, like whatever it is, cool, go for it and do it. And then you can work on, you know, those fast twitch fibers with your resistance training instead. And so bottom line is if you're looking for something super efficient and you're at least relatively um, well-versed in exercise, HIIT workouts might be great for you, right? They might just be the perfect thing for you to start mixing into your routine, get something done quick and fast. I mean, you can do 20 minute HIIT workouts and, you know, burn 150 to 200 calories in 20 minutes. And that's the same amount you would burn walking or running two miles, which might take you twice as long or more, um, depending on how fast you're walking or running. Um, you also want to take into consideration, like, what are your goals? You know, if you're someone who is just looking to generally be healthier or get healthier, um, either one is fine, definitely. 
Uh, but steady state would be perfect for you, right? Like it's you don't need to work yourself super hard or heavy for those HIIT workouts if your goal really is just general wellness, right? And so it kind of goes back and forth and it depends on who you are, what your goals are, what you're currently doing um, and all of those. But bottom line is it's important to incorporate cardiovascular exercise to keep your heart healthy and exercise your heart. Now, your cardiovascular exercise could happen anywhere from two to five times a week. So Johns Hopkins actually recommends cardiovascular exercise five times a week for 30 minutes a day uh, for heart health. But I also think that... um, A lot of resistance training gets your heart into that steady state cardio. Definitely when you're doing lower body resistance training, you are getting cardiovascular exercise out of that. So they also recommended, you know, resistance training two times a week. And I think that I would never recommend five times a week cardio unless you are a very experienced runner that is working on different types of running, you know, five days a week. And even that is a little bit much. So, um, you know, training for a half marathon, uh, you can do that three days a week. So it's like five days a week, I feel like is a lot for cardiovascular exercise. Um, But usually I will have someone doing three days a week of resistance training, and then anywhere from two to three days a week of cardiovascular exercise, sometimes on the same day, right? Like you could do a quick 20-minute HIIT workout for your cardiovascular workout and then 20 minutes of strength training and be done at the gym or done with your workout in 40, 45 minutes. Um, And so it really depends on what your goals are. If you are a newer exerciser, you know, two, three days a week is plenty for cardio um, and starting out slow, always starting slow, right? So if you're somebody new, don't expect to hop on the treadmill and do a 60-minute treadmill walk and then be able to walk the next day. If you don't you have if you don't already walk for an hour at a time or can't already walk for an hour at a time, don't expect to be able to do that right away. Um, so starting out slow, uh, 10, 15 minutes at a time. I actually have a client that I have been program writing for since uh, September, I believe. And in September, we started with like 20 to 30 minutes, breaking it up with two to three different kinds of steady state cardio. So maybe like 10 minutes on the bike, 10 minutes on the treadmill, 10 minutes on the elliptical. And as the months went on, we started stretching those out, you know, 20 minutes on the bike, 30 minutes on the bike. Now she's able to do 45, 60 minutes on the bike. Um, And at this point, I have started recommending her that she goes to cycling classes. So cycling, the class itself takes that steady state cardio closer to that higher intensity slash interval training because... Um, In a class, you're climbing hills and doing sprints and using resistance. And so we've worked her up from September all the way through February now um, from steady state cardio more toward interval training on on the bike. So it's something that you can definitely work toward. Um, And if she does cycle classes for a couple months and you know, then I may pull her back to some more regular steady state cardio. And so, you know, it's something that you can figure out what works best for you, but always know that it should change um, as you continue to change, meet goals, you know, find new goals, um, things like that. So the the main thing is you want to get your heart rate up. You want to get your heart rate up 
for 150 minutes minimum a week. We talked about this last week, anywhere from 150 to 300 minutes per week. So that's 30 minutes, five times a day, up to 60 minutes, five times a day. (laughs) No, don't do that. 30 minutes, five times a week, or 60 minutes, five times a week, breaking that 150 to 300 minutes up um, over the course of the week, five, six days, always taking a rest day for yourself. Rest days are so super important. Um, But whatever exercise you choose to do, as long as you're getting your heart rate up higher than your resting heart rate and getting things moving, um, just getting moving again is enough to make a big difference for your heart and cardiovascular system and continuing to challenge yourself as you get better and better at the exercises you're doing is the way to continue to progress. And you know that if you need help, um, either figuring out what these workouts should look like for you and or... um, you know, how to challenge yourself more, always just find a professional, right? Just like when you're sick, you find a doctor or, um, you know, if you have something going on, you're always going to seek out a professional. It really is the same for your fitness, um, a personal trainer, a registered dietitian, a nutrition coach, a physical therapist, you know, depending on where you are in your journey, you may need different people. Um, and, that's what people like me do for you. So definitely never be afraid to reach out to a professional and ask for help um, and find the help in the form that you need it. So for some people that's meeting with a trainer multiple times a week, one time a week, one time a month, one time every two months, um, you figure out what works best for you and your budget and your goals, and then you go with that. Now, today I'm going to ask you guys, um, in the show notes, I've got a link to sign up for a newsletter. So I am starting to produce a newsletter with the podcast. So this is something I have not done before. Um, The newsletter is going to come out once a month. It's going to include some of my favorite recipes. I'm going to write a workout to include in there, um, probably link some articles that I find educational or important. I'll recap, uh, you know, the the episodes that we had from the last month and maybe dive deeper into a topic or, you know, things like that. So the newsletter is going to be completely free. It's never going to be something that I try to sell anything to you in. It is really just another resource. So this podcast is obviously a free resource to help you on your health and fitness journey. And I want to start providing a newsletter to go along with it. So there is a link in the show notes that you can click in and provide me your email address and um, just sign up for the newsletter. And so if that's something that you're interested in, please do that. I would love to provide you with this um, and just grow that email list and reach as many people as I can. And thank you again so much for listening to the show. I appreciate it. I hope that you're out there getting your butts moving, getting a little cardio in uh, during the week and keeping your heart healthy and strong. Until I see you next week, I hope you have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening. It means a lot to me that you are here. It would be amazing for you to share this episode on social media and tag me in it. Can't wait to be back next time. Talk soon.